I know you felt it. The cycle of guilt or shame that follows another failed attempt at getting healthy or losing weight. I've been there too. You try so hard to do the right things, but one little slip up completely derails you and sends you into an emotional hole you never wanted to have to dig yourself out of. I want to give you hope today. I want to encourage you to try again, but differently this time, because while you may know exactly what it's like to feel powerless to shame or guilt, you aren't powerless. You may be wondering if there's really a way out of the cycle. There is. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy, but I am going to tell you that you are worth the hard work and you don't have to do it alone. I'm here for you. The Facebook community is here for you. But more importantly than all of that, God is there for you. So grab a notebook and coffee because we're getting into some mindset tools that can set you free when it comes to how you choose to live healthy. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode. I wanted to remind you before I get into this episode that today is a part two. So if you missed last week's episode, episode 43, titled Four Steps to Stop the Negative Thinking Cycle and Live in the True Confidence and Joy of Christ, make sure you go and check that one out. That is part one, where I shared those four steps that you can start following today to help you change your thinking, which really in turn changes your health and your life. And I talked about why how you think about yourself is so important to your health overall. So make sure you go back and check that episode out either right now or after you finish this episode. All right, let's get into it. So I went to this amazing class at my church recently called Freedom Training, and it was powerful. I wanted to share some things that I learned and talk about how it can apply to your healthy living. We were being taught about how an event or a situation can trigger a series of things to happen in our lives and and how we see or react to them can play a big part in our emotional responses that follow. Here was one of the biggest things that stuck out to me is that you can take the truth of a situation and learn from it, or you can let that situation define or speak to your character and identity. Now, this is something that I talk about a lot. Like if you skip a workout because you were tired, it doesn't make you lazy, or if you had a lazy morning, it that doesn't get to define your character. But the reality is that so often we let a lie sneak in that we do let define our character, like I'm lazy. See, when you believe the lie or you take on the situation as your identity, one of two things will happen. Number one, it will leave you feeling guilty and condemned, which really leads you to want to blame. Or number two, 
it's going to leave you feeling ashamed, which leads you to try and comfort yourself, usually with something that wasn't designed to bring you comfort, such as food or shopping or alcohol or mindless zoning out or whatever. So what's happened is that an event or a situation has caused you to believe a lie and take on that lie as your identity, which then leads to either guilt or shame. But then others' reactions of you or the situation will reinforce that lie and the spiral goes down from there. So let's look at dieting, for example. Now, this is an extreme example. So be thinking about how it may apply to you on a smaller scale or to the things going on in you right now. So let's say for dieting, as an example, you try to follow a restrictive diet. You might do well for a while, but then something happens and you can't follow the diet anymore, whether that's vacation or the holidays or whatever. And then you begin to think that lie because you failed at the diet that you yourself are a failure. Now you've taken that lie on as your identity, but that leads you either to guilt or shame, right? You know you should have been able to do better. You know you need to lose weight, whatever that thought or emotion spiral is for you from that point. But then you see ads for more diets that worked for others. You see your friends or acquaintances successfully following the diet, or maybe even your family begins to make comments about how you couldn't follow the diet yet again. People around you begin to reinforce this lie, this belief you've taken on that you are a failure because you couldn't follow the diet, which leads to more guilt or shame or maybe trying again, or it leaves you to feeling like you'll never succeed or all sorts of things that you don't want to be feeling about yourself, right? However, let's look at it differently this time. So you try to follow a restrictive diet. You end up choosing to not follow it exactly for whatever reason. And you realize that the reason you chose to not follow that diet is actually a part of a core issue deep inside of you. This issue that's going on could be emotional, mental, spiritual, but nonetheless, it's causing you to question or doubt your identity in Christ because of the action that you took to choose to not follow the diet. But rather than seeing yourself as a failure and taking on that identity, you choose to learn from the situation. You choose to investigate further into why this happened or why it happened again. And now that you're well-informed about the real core issue, you get to choose to stand firm on the truth of who you are in Christ and move forward, probably choosing differently the next time that that situation arises rather than spiraling down in the guilt or shame of that supposed bad decision, right? Does that make sense? Of course, I want to be clear that I don't think using this mindset shift in following a restrictive diet is actually going to help long-term because restrictive diets in and of themselves aggravate this negative shame-guilt cycle, right? I mean, why put yourself in a place of having to follow something so restrictive, unless doctor-required health reasons, I'm not talking about that, but when instead you can learn to make mindful and informed decisions about your health, right? I was talking to my husband about this episode as I was prepping for it, and he said something that really intrigued me. He said, we're all following a diet, technically. And isn't that so true? I actually decided to look up the definition of diet, and this is the first thing that comes up. Diet is defined as the type of food that a human habitually eats. But I'm guessing that you tend to think of diet more as restricting foods in order to lose weight or to eat quote-unquote healthier, right? And I think that's how we all tend to look at it. This definition really made me think, though. I mean, what foods do you habitually eat, and what is that diet doing to your body for your weight loss goals or your health needs? Is that diet helping or is it hurting? Thinking about that may make you feel extremely overwhelmed all of a sudden, like, wow, I am not eating the way I should, or I have a lot of changes that I could make. Where do I even start? 
And if you've been around diet culture much, which I mean, in this day and age, who hasn't, right? You likely know generally the foods that will create a healthy body and the foods that don't really help your health. I don't like saying good or bad or putting any kind of morality on food, but more on that in another episode. For now, we're talking about choices. What I'm getting at is this. Diet culture has typically defined diet as following a specific eating plan and is usually restrictive and temporary in nature. However, I want to redefine diet as simply the foods you choose to eat each day. This is why I talk about ditching the diet mentality and living empowered instead, Because diet mentality tells you that to lose weight or to get healthy, you have to follow this plan laid out for you of what to eat and not to eat. Whereas living empowered in your health allows you to choose. You get to be in full control of your decisions and not fully dependent on someone else to make those decisions for you. I think of that like slavery versus freedom, right? Like who doesn't want freedom? You may be thinking at this point that life would be easier if you had someone else telling you what to eat and when to eat it. And I get that, totally. But that doesn't empower you. It controls you. It makes you a slave to their decisions and will rather than learning to trust your own choices and listen to your body. If you feel like you're at a place where you can't seem to make the best decisions for your health or your diet, I just want to say that there's probably something else going on. If your life is so busy and stressful that you don't have the time to think about how to make the best choices for your health, or you're just too tired and brain fogged to think clearly about it, so you end up making poor decisions way more than you want to, or the poor decisions are so habitual at this point that you may not even notice them. Again, something else is probably going on. In my course, The Empowered Health Framework, the first things that I start with are assessing your sleep and your schedules, because time and energy are the resources that you have when it comes to living healthy and learning to make your best decisions. If those aren't in a good place, then you probably won't get very far in your journey to change your choices yet. See, in the course, I teach you all about why these things are important, and I walk you through the process to make the time and create the energy you need to continue forward on your journey, Um, much less weighed down and exhausted and confused. See, you need a clear mind to make good choices, right? So let's get you there. You can hop on the course today by going to healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course. Now, Before I wrap up today, I actually want to go back to a comment I made a minute ago about slavery versus freedom. It reminded me about a devotional that I wrote a while back um, that I want to share with you today. So it was based on the verse Galatians um, in chapter 5, verse 1. It says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. See, the truth is Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for our sin and was raised to life on the third day through the power of God, so that we can live in freedom. But what does that really mean? Well, we no longer have to let sin rule in our lives. We no longer have to to live for the desires of our flesh. We no longer have to earn our way to God. We can live in freedom, but it's still a choice. So my question is, what are you choosing today? Are you letting foods or drinks or the desire to lose weight or look a certain way or fitness goals or anything else that's not putting God first, have all those, all that control over you? Or are you freely choosing to take care of your body and your mind in a way that God calls you to by keeping your spiritual growth as your foundation and doing it all from a place of joy? I think there's so many things that the world tells us about living healthy. You know, eat this, not that. Give up sugar, it's toxic. Lose weight, get fit. Look this way, not that way. It can be overwhelming and completely consume us and take our focus away from God and the things that he truly wants our time and energy used for. 
Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to live healthy because the Bible clearly tells us that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, that physical training is of some benefit, and that, you know, all that we we do should be done for the glory of God. However, what you're doing to live healthy should and can be done with joy and in freedom, not out of obligation. See, if you're anything like me and you love checklists, you love knowing exactly what you have to do to get X, Y, or Z results, this might be one of your biggest mindset challenges when it comes to living healthy. But I want to share a quick story with you that I'm praying will set you free from feeling like you have to follow a strict or a rigid schedule or a plan to accomplish anything. If you followed me for some amount of time, you know that my relationship with God is my foundation and, and motivation for living healthy in this life. Therefore, it it's the most important thing to me. It's my number one priority, my top focus. My time with God has to be first thing in the morning before the family gets up. And it has been that way for years. And I cherish that time. And I've grown so much from that that habit of setting time aside to pray and to worship and to study the Bible and just be alone with God. However, a while back, I experienced a season where I was busier than usual, more tired than usual. I had really, I had a really hard time focusing first thing in the morning when I was spending my time alone with God. I was getting frustrated with myself and sad that I wasn't able to hear God as clearly and give him my best. And I just felt like I wasn't connecting or growing as well in my relationship with God as I wanted to be. I could feel that cycle of guilt and shame beginning. See, I found out I was so stuck in that mindset that I had to give that first time in the morning to God and I couldn't spend time with him in his word during any other part of the day, which is so not true, by the way. But once I recognized the season that I was in and the lies that I was believing, I was able to really shift my mindset and focus and find a new way to grow in my relationship with God, to spend time alone with him. I gave myself the grace to let go of my routine and to try something different for a season. I began to do something else first thing in the morning to wake myself up. You know, for me, it was drinking coffee and getting in a quick workout. And then and then I would come home and I would open up my Bible and journal and I would dive into my time with God. And I found that it was so much better. I was so much more awake and alert. I was able to focus and finally know that I was giving God my best for that day, even though it was later in the day than, than my routine had been that I'd been following for years. And, you know, just thank you, Jesus, for freedom and grace, right? Um, but I challenge you today to really check your mindset and your motivation for why you're doing the things that you're doing to live healthy. You know, I challenge you to call out the lies that you've been believing or taking on as your identity. Are you just trying to check boxes and do all the things that you think you should be doing out of obligation or because someone else said it'll work for you? Or are you doing these things by choice with joy? Are you stuck in a routine that might not be benefiting you, but it's what you've always done, so you don't know how or what to change? You know, maybe that's a diet. Maybe it's exercise or not exercising. Maybe it's time alone with God, like my example. Are you living a certain way or doing certain things because others say you should, the world says you should, or or are you doing them out of an overflowing desire in your heart that God's given you? Be encouraged that you have the power and the authority that you need to live in freedom, to take care of your health and joy and do all things for the glory of God. All it takes is a choice, a choice to stop and recognize a lie for what it is and believe the truth. And may this bless you as you live healthy and empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit and for the glory of God. Do you 
wish there was a way to enjoy a cupcake and not feel bad about it? Do you wish there was a way to actually work out consistently and even love it? Do you wish there was a way you could live healthy while saving time and energy? I know what it feels like for food to control you, to be obsessed with how much you are or aren't working out, and to find that every time you look in the mirror, you see something less than the beauty you hope to find. You wonder if you'll ever be able to consistently make healthy choices, if you'll always feel like motivation runs out as quickly as it arrives, or if you'll ever learn to see yourself in the loving way you know you should. Imagine if you became the woman who naturally makes the best decisions for her health, the woman who craves nutritious foods over sugary snacks and actually enjoys exercising. Well, that's why I created the Empowered Health Framework, where I teach you mindful nutrition and joyful movement to help you create more energy in less time. You will be able to naturally make the best decisions for your health in a way that honors the Lord without obsessing over diets or exercise, without feeling shame or guilt around every choice, and without taking up all of your time. You'll walk away with freedom and joy around making healthy choices so you can get to a weight you love, live with more energy and less stress, focus your time and your thoughts where you truly want, and ultimately live out the changes you desire to make in your life in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with the Lord. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple, easy to follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. I'd like to personally invite you to join my brand new online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. There are now two ways to sign up. You can sign up as a go-at-your-own-pace course or with one-on-one coaching to help keep you extra accountable as you walk through your journey. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course, find out all the details and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.